TPR. But okay, this is the uh, some roundup episode. I believe episode seven, if we're not mistaken, and if we are, uh, it doesn't really matter. Yes, it is seven. Deal with it. <laughs> yes, and uh, this is the August playlist uh, for Hamnava. We have uh, Mr. Hamnava himself, uh, Zirak, joining us again. Uh, you should. I, I sort of that. Uh, that should People be a T-shirt. To, this is not the first time I have been referred to as that, which is actually. I'm, I'm intrigued by why this has become a term. Like the other thing I'm intrigued by is that when people mess up my name, regardless oh. of race or Achha. language ability, Zareek bolte. Zareek? Spelling, spelling, spelling bolte. Adi hoge. Yani, apna hi failure hoge. Spelling mein kehto, ke Z-E-R-A-K, tada kacha o Zareek. I was like, how did you, how did you put those two together? But it's very common. Um, wow. and i have i've yet to figure out why why it happens there is you know another remember i was telling you the first time we spoke ke, um you you this might not be the first time i'm hearing your name even though i convinced mm-hmm. myself it was there is some other zirak in my uh contacts email me ya kahina m m zirak or something you're not a muhammad zirak are you it'll be no. a weird time to reveal this <laughs> two truths and a lie yeah (laughs) what is your actual first name (laughs) (laughs) but hey so there was a zirak and i have no memory of who this zirak was um a story for another time but philal (laughs) august playlist um how when did you have this ready i feel like my tension and you're like oh shit playlist in the last week of august was was this what's your process like first week of august so you're thinking about it or the way my process works is basically as as i find new music i keep adding it to my list Achha. and then i'm sorting through it throughout the month right um right. and so basically the point when we talk which is like when are you publishing your playlist i'm like <laughs> okay what is my cutoff? <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um and there are like occasionally there will be like songs that have been there for a while where I have to make a decision, but usually mm-hmm. it's like a running, like whatever songs, you know, at that cutoff point are here, you know, uh, are ones that are I'm listening to a lot will Same. make the cutoff and, and be in the playlist. So that's my, my general process, but depending on when life is or huh. how much I'm listening to what music, like sometimes yeah. there's up and down. Yeah. If I'm traveling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has your music listening, uh, intensity frequency fluctuated in life because uh, i find uh, when i discovered uh podcasts which is when i moved here uh, it was an inverse relationship my music just went down and like about like two three years ago i just stopped being trying to be up to date with music i was in a car radio and i would just mm-hmm. like new music would just find its way to me uh, tiktok but you know um the chain is not yet done yet so you heard this song on tiktok now here's this song as a song so i'm exposed to it but i'm not listening to it is your music listening consistent because no. no it's definitely not consistent i think it depends very much on your like what environments are you in where you can listen to music right okay like okay. Um, uh, for me, like if I'm walking fast somewhere, I'm listening to music. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm, <laughs> if I'm going somewhere and I'm late, uh-huh. I'm listening to music. 
But okay. if I am like, you know, around the house doing errands, so uh-huh. then I would be listening to a podcast. Then you're not like usually listening to music. Then you'll listen to podcasts. But also depends on what sort of podcast you listen to and whether you listen to podcasts. I think that's also a very yeah. niche yeah. to go. Maybe but it's sub-genres. Uh-huh. Something, something. Um, <laughs> and whether or not you have a commute, I think that's also what COVID has really removed opportunities for people to like be listening to stuff. Yeah. Um, so how so you know i i would listen to it during the commute i would listen to a lot of music but i don't do that as much anymore yeah yeah mera bhi i think uh, i mean ha i think for the past if we but it's for 2020 wow uh, 22 is halfway done so uh, yeah we've solved it <laughs> one mystery <laughs> solved <laughs> yes the answer is covid as with most mysteries yes uh, for over the last 3 years the answer is covid and as with most economic mysteries the answer is dollar yeah. so yahan bhi yahi ho raha hai yeah ek hi simple answer hai bas jisko baar baar you could keep repeating so this one's play, uh, playlist selection collection mm. um uh pressure dal diya tumne mujh pe last time you were like i have these three songs and we'll talk about them now you're like you pick three songs I'm like oh shit homework homework karna padega but uh, it was easy enough because three songs um i forgot the name there was a shumaila mm-hmm. i think that was her name yeah shumaila s c h which is a choice uh, unka gana i think i liked also because sort of with the back of my mind was nayara noor's uh, passing mm-hmm. and nayara noor is not a classical ghazal gawali whatever singer she was in that weird thing called semi classical in pakistan mm-hmm. and this song really put those vibes in my mind there was silsile which mm-hmm. i am alleging is a english pashto rap song mm-hmm. in some other language uh, i'm fairly certain it's true yeah yeah okay yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then there was asim azhar mhm म्यूजिक cleaned up but yeah so we we'll start with actually mm. ha we we'll okay. start with what do you want to start with chamaila i guess sure let's start there yeah. um so when you pick these songs i pick like what are my talking points with these songs right like okay, it's okay. not i'm not here to talk about like quality of songwriting like that's sure. so subjective or quality of song let's say like i sure. think a lot of song reviews are good song bad song i like yeah, these yeah. songs these songs are not good right but that's what's the point of that like nobody yeah. needs to hear me tell them what songs i should you know they yeah. should like Uh-huh. not not worth it so for me it's interesting to look at these are clearly songs that i like you know they're in my playlist so they must have gotten there for reasons obviously some subjectivity queued into their selection but for me it's interesting to talk about what is happening in the industry or what is particular about these songs that makes them interesting so uh shumaila rahmat husain is interesting because this is her like second album in two years second like full album of these like acoustic classical recording right like and i try to figure out how to how to describe her and it's basically like coffee house acoustic classical music right yes. like she's clearly has some sort of eastern classical training um but she sings on like an acoustic guitar no big band right. no this right. right it's in a way it is very um like modern sajadali that makes sense like oh. I, i think of that as a as a sure. comparison sajadali sure. ki jo naye slogan aane aate hai na one acoustic uh. guitar sajadali singing on top 
you know sajadri is a more more kind of like a uh, pop and lightweight sometimes uh-huh. but if you look at his songs this is for me is the analog um and the reason it's interesting is because it basically shows fluency in two languages right two vocabularies like there is the eastern classical vocabulary and then there is the sort of modern pop vocabulary mm. and those artists are interesting because they will find a way of breaking or bridging one audience into another mm. so the biggest example of that is nusrat right which is nusrat took this qawwali um classical tradition and found a way to speak that language but in other circles yeah. so he went to like western pop or to like you know the um uh collaborations with all the kind of western artists are sure, well known sure. but also like salman ahmed right so yeah. yeah salman ahmed playing on his group for a little while salman ahmed takes his music to him and then he like gets all of these you know bollywood also so he finds a way of speaking like modern uh western style pop uh with qawwali and finds a way of merging it and that becomes a sort of tradition that other people can follow so for me uh, shumaira ramath hussain is interesting because she does that so it's so effortlessly right like there's not you're not there's no straining in this song there's no like it's not trying to be something it's not trying to be super catchy it's just very calm it goes you yeah. can listen to the entire album and it's like you know all has the same impact on you this is my favorite song on the album but the rest of the album is like just as good yeah. and the album before that is also just as good um and there's not that many people listening to her at the moment which i think is like you know i would be that doesn't change um with the quality of work that she is like so consistently putting out um but yeah that's my like read of the song does that jive with you or not i think so ha huh? because that's that's uh, i said this in a very uh, simplistic way where i was like uh, <laughs> it's like she's a semi classical singer but she's singing ukulele indie music uh, uh-huh. which is you know that soft vibe or um I, i don't know if you're aware of people singing in cursive that sort of ek hai there's a certain way of um enunciation which modern indie stars do um often young girls and it's called uh-huh. singing in cursive i'll send you several tiktoks explaining this in detail <laughs> <laughs> so i understand the genre of ha, this ha, uh, but, comment now ha but uh, uh, she's not doing that she's singing matlab wo jaise semi classical probably hota hai but the music background chill vibes ambient vibes like mm-hmm. you said coffee music uh, that's all there and i went to her profile and i was expecting uh, a child but she's not she, like i i don't know why i was expecting like somebody who like it's this sounds like a put down but it's not like it's it's not very old person music which is what i would expect from semi classical right but uh it's done by somebody who is clearly not a child so so i mean to the- to theorize why you're feeling that is because most of the uh women in the pakistani scene that are singing on top of this kind of slow acoustic style and the slow uh, acoustic style is now in vogue because of tiktok and like it's sort of the trend right now and most of them are young girls yes singing yes. like indie will often be singing in english on top uh, um matlab urdu become hai so the yeah, fact that yeah. you immediately figured that this was one of that yeah uh, yeah genre yeah. of artists uh, you know is yeah. uh is interesting and i think makes sense and is i think i would think of it as a compliment Sure. Which to say, someone from that tradition singing something so in the moment—it seems current—and um, doing it so well seems current to the point where you are mistaking their identity for having belonging to some other demographic that you would yeah. more yeah. tightly attach yeah, yeah, yeah. to the hip genre. Yeah, I think this is like great. 
not that i know of right. um but they had uh, so zahur who is the pashto singer who is also i believe singing urdu in this one had this one song that he put out a few months ago which somebody sent to me um and it is like straight up pashto r&b right like it's i i did not realize that it was pashto i yeah. would you know you would imagine that it's somewhere from like spain oh spain say and i matlab like for me that's uh well i mean i don't know if spain make it the rnb hoti hai maybe hang bhi hai save me now uh, no <laughs> what i mean to say is that it sounds very global yeah okay it it has a it's a very modern global sound yeah. which is give a full rnb leke aur usko he the fact that he is singing in pashto makes it even more interesting to me right. fact, his first song was all pashto with the rabbits interspersed acha uh, with the uh, rapper called gurlini i believe is his name um, okay this song there's a bit of urdu and a bit of pashto and a bit of rap um which is interesting i think it's like more accessible but i actually like like the pashto bits more i think they're like more interesting to get into yes yes um, yes because the music also uh, i mentioned ke the music was very familiar like the production of the song uh, you know the accents the beat ye wo uh, that immediately reminded me of like hasan ray and talal qureshi kind of music interesting mm. um but only in terms of the music itself okay, singing and the pashto thing obviously made it completely different um ho sakta hai hame itna exposure now pashto ka ke we like you know just drawn to this new thing uh maybe pashto is not super represented in modern music in pakistan historically sab apni jagah hmm. but yeah i think more than the production i find i like the pashto bit of it like a lot i feel yeah i think so the two things you identified right one is the musical style which is this hmm. you you drawn parallels to hasan rahim Talal, uh, maybe even Manu when he does like his sure. rap, rap sure. ones, right? Basically, some sort of the R and B genre, which yeah. is like related to hip hop in the sense that they're not rapping, but it comes from the same kind of uh, black Af- uh, black ah. American ah. roots, right? Ah. Which is um, uh, lots of uh, vocalizing and singing the same syllable with multiple notes. which is was different from other kinds of pop singing like sure, pop singing sure. usually there is each syllable usually have one note but in right. sort of r&b there's a lot more kind of up and right, down right, which right. is why it lends itself to sort of eastern singers as well because that is right. what we will do uh-huh. um so there is a kind of natural link there uh-huh. but also it's in vogue and the fact that all of these like new young artists have taken these like trends and are now sort of localizing them and making them i find that interesting and i find that interesting because i think it's a lot of sort of global becoming local and local becoming global right mm. which is um i find that this music is much more global and where the trends are than say like any other scene in pakistan in the past like when junoon was big uh, like classic rock was not 
what the no. world was listening to no, no, right no. Uh-huh. junoon brought it junoon created a moment in pakistan but that yeah. was behind where the rest of the world was at yeah yeah um i think the early 2000s were also similar right sure. like strings pop rock type things like that's not and we missed kind of like when the world started listening to hip hop early 2010s yeah right like the the global popular charts went away from rock into hip hop yeah. and we sort of missed that trend for yeah. for a while but it now seems that we are making music that the world is listening to mm-hmm. in other genres like every part of the world is listening to this kind of music um and the fact that this is so with the trend um i find is interesting and then mm-hmm. the second part that i find interesting is that if this was done just in urdu right it's, if this song was done just in urdu it wouldn't be as interesting than if it was done in pashto right and in some sense the fact that it is so global lends itself to be localized in a very hyper local way hmm like this may wo wo token representation nahi chalti yeah. we dekhenge aur and began urdu mein ga diya yeah yeah, yeah. Right. we're past that point yeah we're past the point where um so uh for me the fact that we now have to get so particular so peculiar right like we're not at the point where like oh pakistan's first rapper like wo baat that boat right, is clear right now like the interesting ones are people who are talking about like very specific issues or very specific back story or have a very specific style um and are referring to like particular audiences uh-huh. so i think that's what's interesting to me about this and the fact that the pashto bits are even more interesting to us even though i don't i don't think you speak pashto right no 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 yeah, neither do i yeah but they're I more interesting to me than main nahi seekh raha this is a joke for legal purposes huh but yeah <laughs> uh, those pashto bits are more interesting to me as well same way like that you know um uh one of the kind of early uh rap uh, stars were the sort of liari guys speak like uh, rapping in baluchi yeah yeah, right? yeah like that balochi rap more interesting in that moment than than anything else because it was something new um, yeah. so that's what i find interesting about this and i actually think like this is i find this is kind of like the you know hasan rahim vibe but still unique Yeah. in a very different way like it's very, it, it has, has his own be, kind of style hasan mm. rahim be when he sings in his language shini i believe mm. that immediately becomes like a talking point when mm. he does it uh kanayari oh ji sapagal ho gaya bolu chigana wo um kya naam hai abid brohi you know it's like woh wali baat hai ki na the, the music scene the young music pop star rap hip hop r&b electronic music scene is maturing quickly enough to the point where if you're not singing in urdu or even in punjabi perhaps because punjabi is also very common uh immediately you know you're drawing attention to yourself uh, i have a theory also that it's now discernible to get accents in urdu from different places because sure. the scene has expanded so much beyond yeah or <laughs> beyond <laughs> beyond maybe karachi yeah. like the fact that we have people from so many different parts of the country now uh singing and rapping you ah, can actually you begin to select hai, you can hear his accent yeah, yeah you can hear right, his i right. think like i think even with hasan like hasan has a very peculiar way of uh saying hasan things hasan sings uh, sort of and when he sings in english he sings in cursive slightly mm. so uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so like a may, thread that may not be his accent may just be his style yeah, um, yeah we, but mm. that's only uh, when he sings in english urdu mein to it's fine right um um but yeah. with rappers you can tell like lahore rappers from karachi rappers yes. from the baloch yes. rappers yes. like yes. the karachi urdu speaking rappers from the karachi baloch rappers <laughs> yeah. and this switch yeah. language like it's very um you can begin to get dialects which what i think is, are very uh, interesting what is jj's background ethnic he's not urdu speaking right his his his, his singing 
there's an accent to it. He might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, in mm-hmm. which case, again, off the cancel chip. But uh, nahi, he did a podcast with Ghazi. We will check it out. But yeah, because there was an accent there too. And that, you know, that really just sets it apart from what was the mainstream mainstream. Ki har koi aise hai. This is the mm-hmm. one type of Urdu. This is the one type of uh, Punjabi. And this is all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all we have, all we should have. Mm-hmm. But acha. The third one, uh, that I was not expecting to include, uh, just because of being an old person. Uh, Asim Azhar. Habibi, um, what have you followed Asim Azhar over the years? He's been not around really. for a while. In fact, I would I would like you to put in words why you said that you would not have listened to Asim Azhar otherwise. Like that you ignored it before I put it in here. Why was that? Huh? Because because uh, I associated Asim Azhar when he came out. He had this like strong Pakistani Justin Bieber vibe to him image whatever okay you know ch ka young boy singing crooney kind of songs whatever and mm-hmm. ab, bude ho bas, humne apne restriction laga liya ke, hume um <laughs> and also ko tha bhi bacha, um when he came out and then you know i saw stuff on and off i think he was on coke studio a few times whatever um then he had then he had that song uh the tum tum wala gana. and i was like <laughs> it's okay because when I heard it, I was like, yeah, chalo, maybe I am too old. But uh, this was uh, fine. It was like a, a decent uh, modern, but still thoda retro kind of uh, pop song. Like this is a very 2010s sound. Uh, wala gana. And uh, the, there's uh, this Habibi does not go into Arabic territory as much as Haroon's Mehbooba. Uh, a missed opportunity, perhaps, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was decent. It was fun. Why so you... As a callback, you know, yeah. when we said Shuru Meke, uh, all explanations are COVID and dollar. I believe we have a third one to that list, which is okay. Gambure. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's interesting. I mean, I think there is uh, certainly in my circle, like Asim Azhar was not what we were listening to, but if you yeah. look at the numbers, he is huge. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like Madhav Bilal Said, Momina Mustasan, these are like a separate this is a separate ball game of things. Like Hamsari rappers, Manu Shanui. This is like one bracket, but these guys are playing a different game. Really? Um, and it's hard for me to unlike order of magnitude level of difference. Achha. It's not just that Asim has what, like a, a few million listeners on Spotify a sure. month. Okay. Which is, if not, I'll start. Not, not, not casual. casual. <laughs> I'm gonna start it. <laughs> so, um, but like his a few of his recent things have been kind of drama OSTs. That tum tum thing was like super pop. So it's interesting that it, it's hard to uh, find an entryway into that world if you're not like already sort of into it. And I, that you have described this pop as somewhat retro, like 2010s. I don't know enough about 2010s pop to know whether sure. much of that link is, sure. you know us or or how much of it is the actual fabric of the song but i think perhaps what's happening here is that these big artists find a way of getting of hitting the trend for them the large audience at the right time hmm. right like let's let's take that's kind of what the world is listening to like you know people who are into the scene are listening to that sort of music now um but it's not fully like mainstream yet like it's not like what's on uh, uh, TV channels, now what's on the radio all of the time, but Asim can be right. And mm. it's, it's almost as if the uh, like uh, an audience of like a super large magnitude 
is that doesn't want to like follow the trend super quickly can get into this music easier. It's kind of drama OST music, film music, like right, that's kind right, of why. Right, right. Huh. Um, so maybe maybe they are playing the trend at the right time for huh. the right audience. Like sure, most, sure. most you know artists artists with an E type musicians uh-huh. don't like doing this, right? Because they right. want to be ahead of the trend. They want to be like pushing, creating the sound. Um, and most of like the sort of indie that we talk about usually, I believe, have that um desire like they want to be making new music interesting music like they want to be interesting from a musical standpoint following um, the trend is it, almost like bad for them right morally right yeah right right and so i don't think asim is necessarily playing that same motivational game like yeah. he's playing a much more uh mainstream uh, yeah much more mainstream much more pop um uh and you know occasionally it can be like really, really good yeah like this this song for me is like you know you can listen to it in all of your other songs, then you wouldn't feel like you're changing yeah. gears at all. Yeah, it's yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that I think is very interesting about this is that it is TikTok. Like, oh, is it? I, I was in, I was in Pakistan um, during like soon after this song was released, and huh. every video is using really using Habibi. So I think that's like a big kind of part. This, huh? Yeah, TikTok wali part na brings me to this other thing that I I just realized because I'm abhi desktop pe maine khola hua tha. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything is much more spread out on the mm-hmm. Spotify thing, and you can see the song durations, and they're short, all of yeah. them. I think the longest song is maybe three fourteen. Several songs are two minutes, early two minutes. Uh, yeah, VB is also like three ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just just over three minutes. Um, so that really is happening in Pakistan. Maybe that people are making yeah. smaller songs that work better in short form videos like TikTok. And you know that symbiotic relationship is happening. Do you think it's yeah, being done it, consciously? Yeah, but that's just the way it is. Very much so. I think globally it's being done consciously. Yeah. Huh. Um, uh, Pakistan, maybe I think people are thinking about. It. I don't think a lot of the stars are active on TikTok as much yeah. yet as yeah. they are on YouTube and Instagram. Um, but we saw globally that Spotify created a situation where artists had to make the first fifteen seconds of their song super interesting. Yeah, but uh-huh. people would skip. Yeah, right? and yeah. so that changed actually the way that you would make music. And this is not true of like software generation. This is true of literally every medium Dream. change yeah. that is occurring yeah, yeah, in music yeah. ever. Right? Yeah. Like uh, albums at the initial so you would fill out like that. Why yeah. are we have there's LPs and EPs? Uh, yeah, there's a B side, there's an A side, single uh, uh, gana It's all descriptions of the medium. That's it. And some of those descriptions come to this day. So when somebody releases a song, releases an album that's four songs, it's called an EP. And when somebody calls it releases a full album, it's called an LP. Yeah. Because that referred to the actual size of the disc that they were originally released on, but now I have no meaning. You could release an album with three and a half songs or eighteen yeah. songs, and it would make a difference medium-wise. Yeah. But, but people still refer to them as um, EPs and LPs, in, yeah. in terms of the medium, right? Yeah, or if you release yeah. twenty songs, you call it a double album because it would yes. have to be like two records. But ah. now, <laughs> just the same Spotify page. But yeah. that's how we refer to them. But that also how artists think about it. Like right. artists are thinking about: Am I making an album? Am I making an EP? Am I making a double EP? Am I making a single? Like they're still thinking about um, their music making in the format of the medium. Mm. So radio play required like a very particular kind of um, yeah under five uh, minutes. Uh, yeah yeah very particular kind of medium but you can't do like prog rock type stuff now on huh. tiktok huh. or on spotify like if huh. you had this like extended dark side of the moon style intro for the first minute before you yeah. get into the hook yeah. like nobody's yeah. going to get into your music except for like people who are 
really into it. Um, and so I think that also makes sense why this like R&B, hip hop style, even the pop style, yeah, same other type, that it gets into the hook and to like a catchy bit super quickly. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. that part is like clipped for TikTok and then reused over and over again. The, the, oh, the chorus to where usually... There's some catch, yeah. Uh, 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 and there's yeah. rumors now that TikTok is about to launch like a music service. Yes. Which yes. makes sense, right? Like, so they have created like the world's most used uh, music discovery engine um, and that they would extend into a music service. Ah, I mean, uh, the, the, um, you know, it's, it's not making money perhaps for creators, TikTok, which is the big allegation against mm -hmm. them versus YouTube, but for musicians, it's great. Like people go directly from a I'll go find it on Spotify because now I'm just used to hearing it. So, which is obviously what TikTok is trying to capitalize on. Uh, and and I think there's actually the, the music industry. Um, historically has been skeptical of the tech industry for various reasons. They made yeah. one mistake with the yeah. iTunes store, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. regretting it since. Um, um, and so, uh, but with streaming, it's been tough to try to figure out like a model that works for everyone. Um, but with TikTok, like they're getting a lot more people are seeing in a, huh, in a way, huh, they're seeing new up. songs in a yeah. way that they wouldn't have seen otherwise. So the, the uh, uh, medium of the software lends itself to discovering new music. And for yeah. it to go viral really quickly. Yeah. I think, I don't know if they've still like closed the loop yet. Like if you listen to a song on TikTok, how many people are actually going to go listen to it on Spotify or on YouTube? Like, I think huh. that's the missing piece, which I imagine TikTok is like rumored to want to be solving. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's only natural to assume that Pakistani artists will spend more time on TikTok. I think Pakistan is what is Pakistan, you don't get royalties. Let's Spotify, you do get plays. Is that, I, I suppose it must be translating to live performances because again, how are artists making money? Live performances primarily or ads. So uh, if you're really big, you make money on YouTube and, and Spotify sure, as well. Sure. Spotify less so, but YouTube more so. Huh. Like I think YouTube pays better, like of all the platforms, Spotify is something. All. Then I think it translates to um, uh, some live gigs and also uh, like advertisement type contracts. Yeah. Depending yeah. on what, because these numbers are visible, right? Like I think yeah. in Pakistan's marketing industry, what you find is, that the way that they establish whether their money is being spent well is some verifiable number. Like yeah, they would originally yeah, yeah. ask for like Google Analytics screenshot, but now on Instagram, you can see what the followers are, YouTube, yeah, you can yeah, see number of plays. Yeah. So um, I think just having those numbers gives artists the level of legitimacy. Yes. Uh, ah, because we about that, like we said, uh, mm. all artists are now also full-time creators as well. Like, yeah. and as you said, they have always been. Um, mm. So, Huh? I suppose this is a benefit. You don't have streaming, but like, you know, if it's increasing your follower count, your reels are viewed more, whatever. It's more advertising validity. I suppose there's a word that I've forgotten. But huh, you're more, <laughs> you're more uh, respectable. Again, I don't know Advertisers like you more. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's reached the point now where Pakistan, you can find like, you know, occasional videos will be like the way some people and it's like a TikTok only rapper. Like this person is not right. putting music out anywhere. They're just making sounds for TikTok. It's like a 30 right. second rap thing right, that right. people are then rapping to. Um, so this. Uh, That's interesting. Uh, hmm. So huh. I don't think it's like super big yet, but it's certainly huh. like increasing. Huh. Um, so I imagine that these like big folks will start. Because it would make sense if your first hmm. exposure to rap for Pakistan for somebody in Pakistan is through TikTok. And yeah. then they're like, like they might not even be aware that this is like a career, job, genre. As an audience, even if you're aware of rap as a genre, mm. with TikTok, just like scrolling through it, you're more likely to run into a part of a song that you actually like. 
Yes. And then you get into the, the genre. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. You get into the hook. So um, yeah, Asim's big on TikTok. Other yeah, people might yeah, be so. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's why I think the song is interesting. So we're probably going to see like more of this. Okay. Uh, I think that's good. Uh, trying to keep it tight. Anything else you want to mention? Any shout outs? Kongo Khitab? so we will leave it at that yeah yeah okay Chalo, thank you very much we're gonna start recording uh hopefully you know the internet was not good if you made it this far you know but all the way through and one day we will figure it out